man. Good morning. 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 All right. We are in this piece. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host, your brother from another mother, A.D. Walker. Um, hold on one second, guys. Um, if let's see, I it's uh, not what I want. Let's see. Um, so I can't believe I said that, Joker. Plus, <laughs> Lisa, I said it for Thursday. People were like, wait, we're not coming on on Wednesday? Um, yes, my fault. So that's when you do stuff on the phone sometimes. <laughs> In the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. I'll be walking in my sleep. All right. So today we're going to have a rousing conversation uh, about marriage and fatherhood. Um, and all of that jazz. Let's see. So forgive me. Uh, text community. I'll drop the biz all. I've been doing that a lot lately. It's not good. So listen, this is your opportunity to share. There we go. Lisa, as always, gave me the blessing as well as the share. Follow along. Give me the blessing as well as the share. And I appreciate you. So very, 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 very much. Um, we are another edition of the Brothers of Legacy Broadcast. I am your host, your cousin, your brother, your uncle, A.D. Walker. Um, we're going to have a, an amazing, an amazing conversation. Um, and this is going to get real. It's going to get deep. It's going to get personal. Um, so... I need you guys to stay tuned. I need you to tag somebody, tag somebody in this conversation, because this right here, this conversation right here, this conversation right here is going to be awesome. Um, and we're, we're going to really, really dig deep into uh, fatherhood and marriage and relationships and how the dynamic, um, how that dynamic has worked. Um, on Purposeful Forever, we kind of spoke about marriage, relationships, and kids, and the separation. Um, so we talked about the relationship aspect. Today, we're going to talk about from the, the male fatherhood, our aspect directly. Um, so this is, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Like I said, I need you to tag somebody because um, we're going to have a deep conversation um, today, tomorrow. And Friday, we're going to have some fun. You know, we always ease up a bit. Ease up a bit. Um, so this is going to be good. Let's see. Let's do this. Spliggity splow. Spliggity splow. What's up, Richard? Great morning to you, sir. Great morning to you. Uh, so like I said, please share. Please share. And <laughs> invite and connect and tell everybody. Tell the world. Tell the world, Craig. That the brothers is in the building. Good morning, Deborah. Um, let's see. Hold on. I was trying to. Cause I, I um. Let's see. Where is that joke at? Um. 
All right. So I hope you guys. So listen, um, I hope you guys have had an opportunity to see the Sisters of Legacy last night. Great conversation. Spoke about lupus and um, some of the things we may not have known about. Some some very, very interesting conversations um, and, and the coping method mechanisms and um, some of the truths, <laughs> the truths about uh, lupus that you should have known, should know. Um, and some things that Miss uh, Niobe Gordon-Ricks has learned. Um, all right, hold on one second, and then we're going to get busy. Uh, all right. The oil is disgusting. All right. Yes, you did. Awesome. Yeah, no. All right, let's go. Let's send this out, and then we're going to jump into it. All right. Bam. Hot dog. All right. So forgive me, guys. Very distracted. All right. Let's get past the in uh, building. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> morning. Morning. Good morning. What's up, Cole? Great morning to you. Good morning, Cheryl, sports car lady. Appreciate you. Uh, welcome to, again, another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. <sighs> The marriage and fatherhood edition. <laughs> so we're going to kind of dig into that today. Um, and let's see how that conversation takes us. Let's see. Uh, anything else I need to share? Oh, if you're not checked out, uh, success simplified. Dropped in the hey, I got, a, I, got a, I got a surprise for the audience, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Oh, Mama's in the house. We're in the building. Mama's in the house. Did yes, I hear? Indeed. I thought I heard him say Cole. Oh, no, Cole's yeah. on, on here. He's not on screen. Mm-hmm. He's not on the screen. Yeah. And make sure you tell AD, I'm so sad. I ain't going to spend more time with you. Oh, yeah. we, we're going to make, we're gonna make yeah, some time. So we're going to make some time happen. All right. <laughs> Yeah, we All had right. fun on yeah. that ride yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we laughed. <laughs> oh yeah, so we shared a lot. We shared a lot. Yeah. Mama's in the house. Yes, yeah. indeed. I'm away. All right, let me kick this off. Oh yeah, go ahead. We, I'm on. We gonna kick it. Then go get online. That's what you gotta do. I am You're messing up my screen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna kick it off, and we will be right back. Oh yeah, Mama's in the house drinking coffee. Now I got a, I got a coffee partner. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to catch Good that morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. Ready to go live? Go to bit.ly forward slash StreamYard B-O-L. That's bit.ly forward slash StreamYard B-O-L. This episode is also brought to you by Self. Build credit now. Go to bit.ly forward slash now build credit. bit.ly forward slash now build credit. Yeah, mama right. drinking coffee. 
<laughs> so you're the only one that drink coffee in the house? Yeah. Wow. Yep. So I finally have a uh, a coffee mate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get that? Boo. You get that? Boo. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Coffee Meats. <laughs> Run me yeah, that coin. This... Run me my coin, coffee mate. Listen. Oh, she said your relationship oh, with your mother. Says her screen is all black. Oh, reset. Let me see. Hopefully they're <laughs> messing up in, in uh, YouTube land. I probably won't know what to do. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Analytics viewing live control. Let's try that. Um yeah, her uh I passed it and and uh Mama Corey's uh relationship, just just them embracing. I was like, uh, I wanna be in this family. <laughs> like just <laughs> like, like just just seeing them come together. I was like, wow, you know, so it's <laughs> it's, it's great. Their relationship is great. Um let's see. All right, so Today we're talking about marriage and fatherhood and <clears throat> some of the lessons learned. That, um, so let me ask you, Pastor, let me share real quick. Um, so you were married uh, prior to, and what was the dynamics like um, in your previous relationship, like just the adjusting you know, to being separated and trying to manage it, the kids. And of course, your dynamic is a little different than than others. But just kind of um, if you would mind sharing some of your your journey with that and how did you kind of navigate? You mean when I went through my separation in my first marriage? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, we were so young, man. Right. You know? right. Uh, and when you're young like that, it's not... It's not it's not the same okay. because we weren't together long enough and okay. we weren't close enough mm. to really develop something that would be missed. I got you. I right. Got you. Right. Uh, so and, and I was in the military. Right. And wow. so there was a lot to do. Right. And when when we because I'll tell you what happened when we separated, you know, I was. I got married at, at 19. Right. And wow. we had our first child a little over a year later. Okay. Okay. Right. And we, I got stationed in Hawaii. Okay. And what ended up happening is Hawaii was my first wife's first separation from her parents. Okay. Not like you grew up, you go to college, you know, she was high school right. and then Hawaii. Right, right, right. The big shock. It's just a yeah. And so I think a lot of the problem is that she was she was homesick, uh, which created friction. And so she ended up going back home. And when she went back home, I'm in Hawaii. Right. Single. Wow. I got you. <laughs> right. I got you. I got you. I got you. You know, right. and, and, and not understanding, having no relationship with God. Not right. understanding the true, you know, foundation of marriage. You know, I got married because, you know, when I when I first got married, I got married because her father was like, you know, you're going to be shacking up with my daughter. You're going to get right. married. So we got married. Right. I got right. married to shut his mouth. Right. <laughs> right. 
Probably not the best reason to get <laughs> the best reason. I, that's just that's just my truth, man. I got you. you know, I got you. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I always wanted to be married. You know, right, I grew up watching right. the Brady Bunch. I thought I was okay. Michael Brady. I'm an engineer today because of Michael Brady. That's why I'm wow. an architect. Yeah, wow. Michael Brady got me into architectural design. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. But I always knew I wanted to have a family. Okay. Okay. And. That was, you know, that you didn't I didn't need any other excuse except a right. father telling me, you know, you need to marry my daughter. I, OK, right. Yeah. Right. It's not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was it. So there was nothing. There was no real foundation set. So okay. when we parted way, when we went through our separation at that time, it was easy. I did my thing. I didn't even communicate. You know, okay. um, I was in Hawaii. She had took my daughter back to to Kentucky and I just didn't have that level of responsibility accountability at the time yes. i just wasn't mature right you. 19 years old what what are you expecting from a tw- well at that time when we got to hawaii i was i turned 21 right. in hawaii okay so i became legal in hawaii right i got with you. the with the with the paycheck right and and no right. rules you understand let that marinate let that, right. yeah i need i need people to understand you know let that marinate really <laughs> truly what's up uh, and yeah. and so I, it didn't matter to me. Right. Nothing mattered, you know, wow. and I ETS from Hawaii. I ended my term of service from Hawaii and ended up back in California. Uh, went to work. And, and so it was really, you know, say hi to the baby when you call. Wow. I didn't understand fatherhood at the time. I just out of sight was out of mind for me. Mm. That's just the truth. Wow. You know, what's up, Dwayne? What's going on? Sir? Um and I mean, I love my daughter, but I just she wasn't in front of me. Right. Right. You know? uh, and right. so that's that's kind of what it was. I really had no I didn't have any detachment issues or anything like that because right. it was, you know, at that time, it was like breaking up with a girlfriend. Right. Wow. Wow. So I can't I mean, you want to know where I was at the time? That's where I was. Right. It was right. empty. I had I had plenty to do to keep me busy in Hawaii. Right. And I right. took every opportunity to to stay busy. Right. You know. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then I got out of the military. And things weren't going well when I got out of the military, because here I am now in L.A. Right. Single, but married. Wow. Right. 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 <laughs> In L.A. <laughs> right. Nobody knew anything, you right. know, uh, I only, and I can only imagine that because I was yeah, and, married in Kansas, but you <laughs> were single and married in L.A. Right. Yeah. I was right. single, but married in Hawaii and then L.A. And, and then it was my mom, you know, who, you know, th- there were so many things like I, I made some mistakes, got in trouble in L.A. Right. Um, and. <laughs> My mom was like, you maybe you need to, you know, go figure something out with this marriage, you know. Right. And so I ended up leaving L.A., going to Kentucky, try to rekindle the marriage. And all we did was make another baby. Uh, and that's, you know, that's when I went through that season where I was I was without a home. I was homeless. Right. And that's when I met the Lord, you know. But mm. when I okay. but at the time that I was trying to make things right, my ex-wife was still clinging on to. The fact that she was living life single but married in her hometown, but because she was married, you know, she considered herself grown. Right. She didn't have to listen to anybody. 
She cute. Right. And, right. you know, hey, I, I mean, yeah. you know, what and, and so, yeah, and, and I pop up right. all of a sudden and I throw a big wrench <laughs> in wrench, whatever right? she got going on, you know. Right. So wow. there was that. And then I had to deal with the vestiges of that. Right. You know, right. and uh, wow. we and, and, and so here I am trying to pursue something better. Right. She's actually emotionally connected to someone else, but trying to do the right thing with me. Right. Right. And, and all That's of that nice. just created a massive amount of confusion. And then right. I get frustrated and then I dip out. Wow. Like, I, you so, know, so as a pause, if you think like so all the while the kids, you know, are growing up. Yeah, there's babies. <laughs> there's babies in the midst of this. So it's like trying to trying to at least hand the minimum of parenting, you know, <laughs> and without, you know, without the drama, you know, in the midst of the drama between you guys. Um, and, and you're like kind of being the father, but then, like you said, being so young and out of sight, out of mind, you know, it's like, you know, I've clocked out of that job cause I don't really see them like every day. Um, and like you said, you did your minimum, you talk to them when they're on the phone and things of that nature, but really being in their lives has, was, was different because you, you know, you two going through, so it's like, I can't be in here. I got to go. And Wow. But all of this happened like before my oldest daughter was four. Okay. Wow. You know, so all this wow. is happening between between birth and four years old. So a lot happened right. in a short amount of time. Right. Um, but you do miss time, right? Because those first couple of years of the baby's life are so critical, you know. Right. Um, right. Her the only the, the the consistent male presence in her life was her grandfather. Okay. And what hurt okay. me is he took pride in trying to be me for my daughter. Wow. Right. Wow. Uh, because he had gone through a separation with his wife. Right. For some season, you know, and he, and because when I met my first wife, he was coming back into the house trying to reestablish himself. <laughs> and wow. so he, I feel like he was, you know, doing extra with my daughter out of wow. the guilt. Okay. I got you. Of, for of his own loss with his yeah okay. because when i got there you know my you know my daughter was calling him daddy she didn't call him granddaddy she called him daddy wow. right and i'm like that's weird why would yeah. you yeah. you know and yeah. so i thought there was that your, your story, but your story is highlighting something that i'm glad i heard your story because once again like like you always say people always think they know something but they really don't oh, sure. know and yeah. you don't preach anything that you don't live. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful thing about, about you telling your story, it it reiterates the fact that regardless of how compartmentalized we try to teach life and teach aspects of life, it's that life happens all at once. You're not yeah. a father, and that's the only thing you deal with. You're not a husband, and that's the only thing you deal with. It all happens at the same time. And, yeah. and and I'm not making excuses for anything or anybody, but nine times out of 10, most of us, when we make decisions, we're not ready for those life decisions that we're making, yeah. but we make them and we got to right. live with well, that. Was, and that's, that's why when I see 19 and 20 year olds to I'm like, poor child. <laughs> I wish you would listen. <laughs> right. You just have no idea. You know, no idea. 
Yeah, right. because th th there's so many threads right. to this, you know, and, and so all that was happening. And, and I, you know, and it was very emotional. But, you know, one thing that I realized is how much I wanted to be in my children's lives. When I heard okay. my daughter come to call somebody else daddy, that 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 hit me. You know? Right. Right. Uh, it's like a wake up call. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. when we weren't working out, I'm like, right. you know, yeah, I got. And, and the other part was I knew that there was more for my life. One thing about coming okay. in contact with the Lord is you realize there's more in me. Right. Than what I've been showing. Right. And right. so I got to a place where I'm like, you know what? I can't, you know, I was working in a factory. I was working at McDonald's. I had right. already, I had already seen money because I had right. worked in Beverly Hills. Right. I'd seen the world having been in the military right. and I grew up in a small town. And so here okay. I'm in Kentucky in a small town. And I'm like, I, I can't do this. I can't, this is not my life. Right. I knew there was something more. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. You know, if we're going to make it, we got to go. And right. you're not wanting to go anywhere. I'm trying to leave. So I was out. Wow. Right. Uh, and had me a little girlfriend. And I'm like, look, I'm about to go. So I, I got somebody who was ready to go with me. Wow. And I left and got myself together and then got to a place where I knew I could get my children. And right. I realized at the time, you know, uh, again, we're still young. Again, all this is before I'm 25. Wow. I haven't even got to 25 yet, you know, <laughs> uh, and all, I got all these dynamics and I'm trying to get myself established. Uh, I get a nice job and, and I moved to Illinois, hanging out with my brother okay. Paul. And, um, and I'm not in the, I'm not in Christ. Right. Okay. I go to church, but okay. I'm not, I'm not in the Lord. I got you. Right. I'm going to motion, but right. I'm working, right. I'm making money. Yes. I'm growing. I yes. want to pay my own bills. It got me a little spot, you right. know, uh, got to the point where I could get my children and, and uh, it made it easy for her, me right. grabbing them. Wow. Right. 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 Uh, and so, and that, and, and, you know, the little lady I had was Brian's mom. Okay. Uh, and so okay. then I have another son. I have another child. Right. I got a son and now right. I'm, you know, I'm sitting on top of the world cause I got a boy. Right. You know? right. And now I got to right. prove myself. I got to be the man. I got to be this father. I got to yeah. teach him how yeah. to play baseball. Like, you know, all right. of that, and, you know, and then right. I, and then I'm like, uh, I don't want to stay in Illinois. Then I moved back to California. Wow. You know, uh, and, and go there with my mom and all of them. So that's, you know, so you're, you're talking about the relationship aspect of it, but for me, uh, the relationship aspect changed for me at that time. Mm -hmm. Whoever was with me was with me, mm. but I had my own personal agenda trying to, to be a better person. In other words, trying to establish a career right. and, and be a father to my children. So if you're coming along for the ride and my wife will tell you, my wife of 22 years will tell you yeah. lady will tell you that when we met, when she met me, right. I said, Hey, uh, my name is Brian. I'm a single parent. I got three children at home. <laughs> that's that's me from the top, right <laughs> off the rip. Like you already know. Yeah, right? and and, and she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, you still standing here? <laughs> well, my last name is McCrory. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and that's and that was that was that was how I introduced myself to her. Like, let me let you know right now, I got babies at home. So if you're gonna talk to me, you're talking to me, and you're talking to three other bodies. <laughs> I got you. That's waiting on me at home. And so that's what life was about for me. And I kind of had a chip on my shoulder. Ah, uh, okay. Right. Okay. I got what you're saying. Like as hey, a single I'm parent, I'm like, you know, you sure, you sure yeah. like, I'm not your 2.0. Yeah. 
Because when I met Stacy, I was like, hey, I'm a single dad. I got four daughters. <laughs> From the jump. Wow. Yeah, because, you know, because a lot of people were being phony and I got to the point where, right. you know, I'm not going to be phony. You know, I don't have to pretend because I can't hide three children. Right. You know, right. So it got to the point like, yeah, my name is Brian. And I'm a single parent of three children. Yeah, because, you know, people look at you funny. You know, I had man, you have no idea the kind of looks I got. You know, I had wow. people yeah, thinking, oh, you, you know, what's this man doing with these little girls? You know, all that. Wow. I got all of that. You know, wow. I got all I, of that. I know you, I, 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 people didn't. Well, yeah, I people had concerns, you know, that was, you had it, but I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody knew that my mom was there. Right. Right. She, right. My mom saw everything, you know, right. and, and, and she wasn't playing no day. Right. Wow. Oh, my wow. camera went. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way mama coming too. She waiting for you to come back, man. <laughs> uh, there she, there she, she had to, she had to see your face, man. Hey, hey. You got to come up. Yes, she is live in the building. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I, I, ah. <laughs> Hello. She, she don't. She, I know she your mom, but she don't look like she old enough to have a son that old. And I know you. <laughs> know. The he old, oh. not me. <laughs> I know that's right. See, that's 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 how you 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 can beat your life. You can you can turn your life throw at you and 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 still walk out looking as radiant as you do right now. That's <laughs> oh look, Cheryl said, "Hey, mom, hey, oh, everybody's greeting you." Oh, oh good. look at uh, Krista. Hey, Krista. Oh, that's Krista Bryant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, Pastor, yeah. you low key look like mom too. Oh, some huh? You low key look like mom too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Saying, oh, yeah. With your faces oh, yeah. close that's together, I'm looking too. Yeah. I told you. She was like, she was like, "How's he gonna know who I am?" I'm like, "Mom." <laughs> He's going to know, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Mother Yvonne. Appreciate you. Let's see. All right. Um. Okay. So we got to be getting a, a faster. Yeah. Right. She looked like a looks like her for real. Oh, so I guess so. gotta take Brienne looks like you away from you, and and, and so she look like Grandma now. So I'm gonna ask you. Go ahead. I said, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Not saying that Brienne looks like passing I said she looked like grandma. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Beat her up and spit her out. <laughs> so Dwayne, let me let me hear your story when um having your first babies and how <laughs> I know I think yours is a little more tumultuous, if that's the word. Um <laughs> a little more drama. Um, but <laughs> how did you guys navigate having you know, with your first babies um, and marriage and fatherhood and kind of like how Pastor got his revelation, like, oh, man, like hearing the daddy, like, oh, man, I'm missing, you know, like, oh, I'm missing for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I thought I was like kind of flying this thing. OK. But then when you hear, you know, someone else being called daddy, like, wait a minute. See, my so my, with me, complete difference. OK, so I grew up very similar to, to Pastor. Okay. Except growing up, when I was born, six of my siblings already had children when I was born. Okay. okay. So I'm born an uncle. Right. 
gotcha. And gotcha. as as I grow, some of my younger siblings, well, not younger than me, but younger before me, okay, they were still having kids. Like as I was 13, 14, they were still having kids. Right. So as far as like interacting with small kids and that type of family life, it had been a part of my life my entire life. So I I knew how to change pampers. I knew how to feed babies. All the inner workings, I, I had experience. It, none of that was new for me. Gotcha. So I did know that my pops wasn't around and I, I knew what I missed and I knew what I wanted. Okay. And um, I can say that what you want early in life without knowing how to do it, you still have problems with those things because when I got married, um, the 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 marriage um, course it being a new thing, right. it worked out like every new thing works out. It was amazing. Right. And, and until right. you realize that you can't stop in these basketball shoes too much and you're going to get a, a bunion or you're going to get turf toe if you try to plant certain ways so i, I learned the relationship I, I learned about relationships and um i learned that regardless of how good they feel at the beginning it's all work and nine times out of ten you're not prepared for the work that you got to put into it um gotcha. when the kids came mm-hmm. man for me i was it slowed me down see wow. pastor he, I, I know about hitting that legal mark i turned 21 <laughs> in kansas and I was away from home for the first time. And I was a married man. And I had a family. Right. And for me, when my first kid came here, and I'm going to do this, when my first kid, quote, unquote, came, um, I was ecstatic. So there's a little boy out there named Aaron Dwayne Goodson somewhere. And here, I'm going to just go ahead and bust some people's bubble. He's not my child. He still has my name somewhere. Um Maybe it's changed legally. I don't know. But um, I was ecstatic. I was like, I got a son. Everything that my daddy wasn't to me, I'm going to be to him. Life was moving. I was happy. I was proud. I'm telling you, when I say that, when I came home from work, she didn't have to deal with the kids no more. Like, I was that excited. Right. And then, fast forward, I don't know, 18 months, a year, couldn't find out. Uh, I want the only one. Still didn't change the way I viewed fathers, but I okay. was like, "Oh, y'all women, y'all dirty." Okay, uh, I got. I was you. like, "Y'all complaining, y'all complaining, y'all complaining, y'all complaining." I just want a man to treat me right. I just want a man to love me. I was like, "You got to do." I was young too, twenty-one, almost twenty-two. I was like, "I cook, I clean, I pay all the bills." You all you got to do, I pay for your college. I'm a, I'm a see in the army. I'm paying for college. Life was great. <laughs> so I found out my kids want my kids. I got you. And, um, it, it broke you. Oh no, it, it 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 broke me. But the way that it broke me mm-hmm. was so unhealthy because I was right. still the same yeah. person on the outside. Right. But on the inside, I just didn't care. But I was wow. honest in that. And um, what I realized is is the statement that Pastor made when he said, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. When I did the next relationship where um, my daughter just graduated, she was created, um, still in Kansas, um, got an annulment for the first marriage because um, the reason I got married was 
we had a son on the way, we had a child on the way. The judge was right. like, ah, okay, that you got married in the false pretenses. We're gonna strike this as if it never oh, happened. Wow. So wow. I got an moment, and okay. um, then I got married again. But there, okay. there was zero okay. healing, zero healing. Okay. I was that young boy that dumped out off the porch and was like, oh, let's go play basketball. Right, right, okay, right. Let's right. go play right now. Right. Like you, right. you can't jump on the court right now and play a game of basketball with some twenty-year-olds. You're gonna come out with pullbacks and spasms <laughs> and all kinds right. of stuff and. Right. That's how I was, and, and, and right. I realized that relationships and relationships with your children are two interdependent things. Um, my relationships with my children after divorces suffered horribly because mm. the relationships that I had with their mother. And okay. I couldn't blame on her, not putting blame on me, but it was both of us. It was two adults who had their own issues and was worried about their own well-being and we didn't prioritize for kids right and um the only way i think that you can do that effectively is if there's some type of healing and for me there was no healing until 37 38 wow when when i I got divorced under my belt divorces under my belt children from my ex-wives under my belt and i'm a great dude but I still right. got some healing to do. I, I I got all these problems on the inside of my head that I've never dealt with. Um, and I'm bringing somebody into a scenario. And whenever right. that happens, I don't care how much you love your children and what you would do and sacrifice for your children. If you right. haven't dealt with those issues, you're not going to be the so, father so, that they need. So let me and ask when you this. You finally get there. Right. Like you, we see pastor's relationship with his oldest daughter. now. Right, right, right. So, we, so we, during the during no, the course ahead. of them growing up, um, so you would just it like was it kind of like the same thing with like Pastor was going through at the moment, like the out of sight, out of mind, or it just it, it wasn't at and, first. Okay, at, at first it, it wasn't that. Um, at right. first, like I called my children every single. I was living in Arizona; they was living in Florida. There was a sometimes it was a two hour time difference. Sometimes it was a three because we was in um, mountain time. So it didn't change. And I worked for the government. I got off at five o'clock. Their bedtime was eight o'clock. So half the year I could talk to my children. The other half I couldn't know why I couldn't talk to my children. The other half of the year, they're going to bed and you need to find a way to call them earlier. Well, I work and I don't get off till five o'clock. Well, that's not my problem. I got you. And like I said, it was, the relationship between me and her, which right. ultimately affected because eventually, look, I don't, I'm not speaking for every man. I'm just speaking for me, but we love our children too. And right. a lot of us will put up with a lot of stuff. And then some of us run into walls where it's like, I know I should keep going, but my heart can't keep going because I ain't crying another night. I, I'm not going to walk in the bedroom and my wife had to ask me every single day of the week. Are you Okay. Are you okay? Do we have to spend more money to go back to court? And I'm like, no, because we already know what the exact outcome is going to be. We, we've been to court for this already. So it's for me, it was the toxicity in the relationship with my ex that helped create a gap between. And for all of you that have never been in this situation and you're going to speak on it, just do what you do. But I'm telling you, if, I mean, if you, I, I, if you, no, I'm not talking. I'm just talking about no, the, no, the ears that may be listening. Because I've <laughs> been told many times, if you really loved your children, 
you would have did whatever it took to be there. And the person who led that charge for me was my ex, who was the same person who extorted me in court at times. Not the same person now, but then right. I, I, got I, had to, I, I went to court six times in one year. Wow. And still, yeah, I, listen, man, it, you know, it's 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 so funny, not funny, funny, but um, it's interesting when I hear this kind of stuff, because we all know that there's two sides to every story. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I've learned anything, it we're, whenever it comes to family yeah. and, and what story, what version of the story, it's always going to be the self-preservation side. Mm. Right. Right. Uh, it's I can't. There's no way that I'm going to sit up here and tell you all the bad that I did. I'm going to tell you what the emotional strain was on me. Right. 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 But it's, it, you know, I'm, I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't tell everything because sometimes it sounds so sad. Yeah. Right. And, and people are like, well, I don't want to hear all of this, but you know, (laughs) what I've learned is somebody needs to recognize We've been through this, too. Yeah. And as as much as I say, you know, well, I was here, I was in one place and she was in another place, but I wanted this and I wanted that. And none of that is to say that mothers like like my children's mother, she loved their children. Right. Absolutely. But where I was, I was saying that, you know, I'm not going to be without my children because I've grown up without my father. So I had a motivation that was unique to me. I also had I also have a mother who saw my life absent of a father. Right. So I got a mother who's watching me and wanting to see what kind of father I turn out to be. Right. Right. Now, my mother wasn't telling me what to do, but I I always knew my mother was watching what I would do. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm saying all that to say this. I made a lot of mistakes, man. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't I didn't have my priorities together. If I had my priorities together, I, one, first and foremost, I probably wouldn't have gotten married so soon. Right. And, or when I got married, I would have got married for the for better reasons. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. When trouble came, I probably right. would have managed it differently. Right. Because I can tell you about the emotional strain it had on me, but I can't explain to you the emotional strain it had on her. Right. On her. Definitely. Right. I can't, you know, definitely, and, definitely. and and if you're and if she's telling this story, it's going to sound very different. <laughs> than mine. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so well, the conversations we had after we got right, after we right. got to a place where we could have a conversation. Right. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. In her mind, I'm like, that's what you remember. I was like, so you don't remember doing A, B and C? You don't remember when yeah. I was this and then you did that and then I became that? Oh, believe me, man. I've, I've, I've had, I've had the opportunity to to hear yeah. from my children, right. right? Some of the stories that were told. I'm like, what? Right. What? Right. Like, did she tell right. you this? Did she tell you that? You know, I'm, <laughs> you know, I went through all of that, right? And, and then I realized, man, this is really confusing. Yeah. So then I got to a point where I was like, well, I can, I can understand why she said that, even if I didn't agree. Now, looking now, my daughters, even though our relationship isn't what it could have been, right. um, man, my daughters love me to a point that I don't sometimes understand. 
And, and, yeah. and to be completely honest with you, I, I will say that now looking back, I do have regret. Um, and, and, and I want people to hear me when I say this. The regrets that I have now when I was a young man would have been beyond eating humble pie. It would have been gotcha. beyond eating crow. It, it would right. have been almost self-deprecating to me. Right. right. But I look back at my daughters and the relationship and the closeness that I don't have in areas that I wish. I, I, I look. Here, here's the thing. When I hold Bella, when I hold Ella, when I do anything with them, my my genes are strong. I'm looking right. at my babies, seeing my older babies. Right. And it's like, man, what I wouldn't do if I could, if I could have this moment again. Right. If if I could be there again. And right. the me now is I'm I'm created and I'm I'm experienced enough to weather the things that push me away when I was younger. The things that pushed me away when I was younger, I was like, nobody should have to go through this. And the reason I thought that was because I saw how my mama worked and, right. and I saw what my mama did and didn't do. Right. And, and granted, I didn't see the whole story. I was a kid. I only right. saw what I was privileged to. But um, the stuff that I was privileged to, my mom didn't act that way. But who's to say that's only her, my daddy and God knows what happened in, in those moments. But um, if, if I could go back, I probably would deal with some things that that when I was younger, I was like, screw this. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to be miserable in life just to appease you. Um, I shouldn't have to do this just to be a father. If if I can go back in time, so a lot of those things, you know what, I, I would deal with them because I see the relationship. Um, I, I see the 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 interest of my kids. I wish I could capitalize on again, okay. but I can't. So 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 now, when I yeah. have conversations with my daughter, the 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 reality of them are different, and and, and the intention is different. Right. I'm a lot more intentional now than than maybe a Pastor Brian would be. Not saying that he's less intentional, but he is his he's been there for a longer period of time and he was able to mend some things right. that I'm still getting to that point of doing now. Gotcha. If that makes um, sense. Yeah, I, I I can do I do understand like the the journey um from being a child and, and realizing what you missed out on. I mean, my story is a little different, you know, married at what was it, maybe 21, 22 ish young as well. Um, I mean, we didn't have kids um, until like 30, you know, so I was of a, of a little bit older age. <laughs> I made over the 25 mark. Oh, so at least uh, it said, oh, well, it said, I hear you, Dwayne, very reflective, transparent moment. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for me, and then we, we separated, you know, she went, <laughs> she went to Illinois. I was still in New York. Um, and, and like, who said, it? I think Dwayne or pastor said growing up without a father, like I'm gonna be in my kid's life. I was, that's one thing I didn't want them to miss out on. For me, I grew up with a dad and I refused for them, my kids to grow up without their dad, you know? And, and I always had that statistic stuff in mind. Like my kids aren't going to be a statistic, you know, like right. I'm going to be in their life, you know. So <laughs> as we my wife would say, you chased us, you know, you stalked us, follow, yeah, because I wasn't yeah. 
I didn't yeah. want to be without my kids. You know, I just and it and it killed me sometimes just to like I would visit and them growing up, you know, because that it's like that one to five. It's just they're going through so many transitions and I didn't want to miss any of that. And I would see I was like, oh, man, you talking a little more. You're watching something different. I was like, yeah. this is not the same child. Hard, and I'm like, right. right. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I'm I'm not, you know. So we got together in Illinois, had issue. She <laughs> moved again. <laughs> I came, you know, so it was like I was I was determined at least to be in their life. Like they were always they're going to call me daddy, you know, like they're going to mm-hmm. know I'm the, the staple in their life. And I made sure that I was there now to my wife's point. Um, she never made it difficult. Uh, I'm a, I am got to make sure I shout out. She never made it difficult. She never made it hard for me to see my children, you know, and, and she had my back on things as far as, you know, making sure I, I can get there, like, you know, reminders and things of that nature. So she made it easy. So that's my story is she made it easy. Um, and I, and I, yeah, I definitely, <laughs> really, it was definitely talking. You're right. Right. Um, so it, but that's good though. That's good. Yeah. And she said, uh, she didn't say the kids. Right. Right. <laughs> Oh, that too. That too. Yeah. But, so yeah, it, that was, you know, for me, you know, I never, I didn't want to miss out on them growing up. I didn't want them to not know me, you know, yeah. and for them, they enjoyed the two places because now they got two rooms. Right. Of- <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a whole nother aspect <laughs> of the conversation. Yeah. The children like the ability to go back and forth. They ain't right. thinking about what that because they're so young. They just see yes. the dynamics. They enjoy yes. the dynamics. Yes. Uh, but when they get older, they're like, look, what are you and mommy going to do? You know? Right. It's, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, right. But, but you're right though. It's like, you know, you, you don't want to miss things. Yes. I, I can't like, like growing up, I can't even like what kind of, man are you that you don't want to see and interact with your children right. and i know we we all have issues and all of that right. kind of stuff but i right. these are the things that i used to ask myself about my father i'm like how oh. can you even right. like have you yeah. seen me how do you not want to know what's Same going on this. in this whole life like right. i got a whole right. life and you don't know anything about it you know right. like i hit a home run and and you don't even know it's like I thought about that stuff as a child but again I I saw all that stuff because I watched the Brady Bunch <laughs> right I watched the Brady Bunch and you know what's funny I never saw Michael Brady at a football baseball basketball game <laughs> like I'm like <laughs> like right. you remember mom always said don't play ball in the house the only time I saw the ball was in the house when they broke the vase Right, but but I felt like he was always there. He was, he was, and 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 seeing that, uh, and and like as a child, you look at that like it's reality, right? You know, right. and I see Michael Brady, I see the three boys and three girls, and I, you yes. know, and I see this this family come together, and and I'm like, how, how can you not want to see what your sons are doing, right, 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 uh, and 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 so that was the driver for me. And, and again, I, you know, I, I, when I talk to men today, I tell men all the time, you know, there, there's an accountability factor that you have no awareness of while you're out here playing. Right. 
There's a level of accountability that you have no concept of. And if you don't understand it, if you don't get that understanding today, you are going to pay a hefty price for not understanding that level of accountability. You know, when you say, you know, we, we, we want it, but we don't really know what comes with it. With it. Right. Right. You want the title, but not the work. Yes, you understand? Yes, and, and and that's the thing that you know, and, and that's where D that that's where the regrets come in. Man, if I had only known, you know, what's that old no, adage? If I knew, if I only knew then what I know now. You know, uh, but what I but I found out you can't you can't like like when you say you I was able to go back and mend some things. Okay. I'm still mending. Right. But you can't change it. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm, but but the thing is, I, I'll spend the rest of my life going through the healing right right because they're you know it's like by faith we are healed Healed. but i realize that deliverance is a process being set free is a process absolutely and 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 being set free means i'm no longer going to be bound by the chains of the guilt of my yesterday that's what liberation is liberation is not never going through a challenge again liberation is never being bound never being a slave Right. To, to yesterday's right. mistakes. Right. Right. The yes. chains have been yes. broken. The shackles have been broken. And that's the right. part that I, I think people don't understand. Right. You know, you think that because I said I'm sorry, or I think because I said I'm sorry, that I never have to deal with this anymore. No. Right. No. no. Be not right. deceived. God is not mocked. But whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also. You got to go right. through. Listen, you can rob a bank today right. and get right. arrested and repent, pay all the money back. You still got to go to jail. Right. Right. You're still yes, going to have to spend time in prison. And and yes, what indeed. you have to do is use that prison sentence to get yourself better so that when right. they release you, you know how to act. Right. Yes, indeed. That's and, and that's the thing with family. I think that, you know, we are as a culture, I think too many families have this Hatfield and McCoy mindset. Mm. You wronged me. Now you're going to live forever in the wronged me category. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and the reality is it doesn't. And, and for some of us, it doesn't matter how much we change our lives. Well, why couldn't you do that for me? Right. Right. Well, I could never do it for you. I had to do right. it for me. For me. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, right. Yes. And then you get to benefit. Yeah. From me getting right. better for myself. Exactly. And, and, every, and every single thing you just brought exactly. leads to something that I believe wholeheartedly now more than I did when I was a kid. Whether it's looking at America as a whole. Society as a whole or specific fatherhood. There's an old proverb that an ounce, um, the ounce of uh, prevention is more than a pound of cure. Right. Fatherhood yeah. and everything we talk about, it, it embodies that set, that proverb, right? Because if we young men growing up, getting ready to get into a relationship becoming a father if we have if we equip certain things certain understandings certain teachings if it's a part of who we are then when we start dating falling in love getting married getting a family and set it in that order in that way because that's the proper way of doing it most of us don't even do it that way most of us a lot of us um but when we when we do it that way what we do is we've checked the blocks, we've checked the boxes before we've gotten to, to the point. So when we get to the point, there's certain things we're not gonna do, there's certain mistakes we're not gonna make. I'm not saying that 
you you can be in a good position and still not make mistakes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the mistakes that that causes divorces, the the mistakes that that causes hate and all those other things to creep into relationships that it ultimately destroy them, which pulls husband and wife apart, and now families are torn apart. Um, if if we are if we are ready for these type commitments prior to making these commitments, then the issues that I've lived and you've lived, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have to live out those issues because we're prepared for those decisions. Right. And when you don't, when you're not prepared for those decisions, raise my hand on that. When you're not prepared for those decisions, And then you go through life. What happens is now you got to throw the stress on top of your yourself as you're living life that, hey, you got a daughter in Florida. Oh, yes, yeah, she got a, a, another wrestling match that you missed. Oh, yeah. Um, she, she graduated um, from and you couldn't go because you got a class of soldiers to teach in Arizona. Right. And, and now my, my daughter is phenomenal because there was moments where I okay. felt like crap because wow. I knew what it felt like and I was remembering what it felt like when my daddy wasn't there and now here I am not being there for her right. and this this is what she tells me it's okay daddy don't worry about it don't worry about what mom's saying she's just a little heated right now I love right. you everything's okay as great as it felt when she would have those type conversations my baby ain't supposed to have those kind of conversations with me. I'm supposed to have those conversations with her. But when, when, you, when you go into situations and you're not ready for those situations, what Pastor said becomes completely true. Now you got to deal with all the consequences of actions that you took on that you had no idea. All because you wasn't ready for a relationship. I, I'm sorry, brother. I know how good it feels, but I don't care. If she's 36, 24, 36, and she right. ready, I don't care. Yeah, if, if, if you ain't ready, you need to sit your butt down somewhere. I know you ain't going to because this is what we do. You know, but, uh, I, I'll say um, when you say that, like <laughs> I could like literally hear if I was still like in New York and she was like down here, I could literally hear her saying, Oh, look, your baby's graduating because I remember the pictures and just, oh, look, she's singing. You ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I just, I'm like almost emotional just thinking, like, oh, man, yeah. like just not being there, you know, like missing, you know, these opportunities. And I, and yeah. But it's, look at what you did, though. Yeah. Right. I, I, this is what I'll say uh, there's no such thing as ready. Right. Whew. But there is prepared. <laughs> Say that There's again. No thing. No but there is prepared. Well, uh, there is equipped. Equipped. There is no. Listen, uh, listen to my point. My, yeah, my yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The, the preparation, like, like what I've learned is, and and this is why, again, this is why the word of God is so important. Yeah, we have, we have far too many cultural challenges in our villages. Right. To be prepared. Right. Right. There's far too many. You can't right. be ready. 
Right. The only thing that the only thing that you can if you're going to prepare for anything, here's what I've learned. I've been with my wife 24 years, 23. I can't remember something like that. Right. We're still together today. Because I didn't quit. Right. Ooh. That's, That's why. It. That's it. I, 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 I could have never prepared for the last 23, 24 years. Right. There is no right. preparation for that. There's no book on this. Right. <laughs> what I had going for me is right. the refusal to give up. Right. Right. There. Recognizing that yes. it's bigger than me. Yes. Rec- yes. I, I had to have vision and not yeah. sight. Yeah, definitely. And, and see, that's, and, and, the, that's 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 the and, difference. And, and, I'm no, telling you, Dwayne, Dwayne, you're where you are today. You're yeah. still in it because you haven't yeah. quit. Right. AD right. is where he is today because he hasn't quit. Right. I, listen, my wife could have left me years ago, man, right. years ago. But it's hard to walk away from somebody who says, I refuse to let this go. Right. We got to get this fixed. We got to work this thing out. We got to take these steps. You know, we, we got to talk this through. You know, right. you, you it's hard to walk away from somebody that's trying to work it out. Right. It, right. It's hard to walk away from someone who's fixing the areas that are broken. Yeah. That's hard. You got something has to be mentally loose from you to walk away from that, especially if 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 a man is doing it, because that's what our women are looking for. They're looking for somebody who can take the worst of anything and still figure it out and and make it work and and take ownership of it. You can end the show right now. You've matured to the point in your marriage that you saw an issue. And you didn't take the easy route. Right. And not even in marriage, just in life. In, in any relationship, but specifically the marriage that because that's what we was talking about. But right. you, and, and I guess that's what I mean by equipped. Um maturity brings something that that youth and knowledge would never have. Every every person who's grown to a certain age, I can almost say I I, I can say with certainty. That most people probably say this at some point in their life after they turn 40. I wish I knew then what I know now. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? I don't, but but here's the thing: influence is a is a crazy thing, right? Mm-hmm. You come up right. in a family, you get into a relationship, and you have people in your family that want it to work out. You have people in your family right. that don't want it to work out. You have people right. in your family that want it to work out, but don't know how to help you work it out. Right. They don't know right. how to be the encouragement. You know, you have right. people giving you tainted advice because of their own pains. You understand? Right. And, and right. that's what I mean. Like, like when we when we go through a problem in life, yes, uh, Mother Fulton, preparation right. and outcome sometimes don't match. You're absolutely right. right. That is golden right there. Right. Um, sometimes people hurt you and don't even know they're hurting you. Right. right. Ignorance is dangerous, man. Right. It you is. know, you you and, and for us, even as a village, we have to know, man, my mother said something to me years ago. She said she said, watching you guys in marriage taught me that I didn't know nothing about marriage. <laughs> wow. This is my mother talking. Right. Yes, uh, she said, I've had to learn to mind my own business. <laughs> She told me right. she told me this years ago. And, right. and and what I mean by that is, you know, your like your parents, your aunties, your uncles, they don't want to see you hurting. Right. No right. little girls, they, they don't want to see their niece hurting. Right. They nobody want to see their baby girl hurting. Right. You hurt my baby, you hurt me. No, mind your own business. Now right. that's different when you've got some dangerous things happening. Yeah. 
but I'm talking about the little stuff when you have a disagreement. Yes. Yes. As young people, you know, we want to go vent to somebody that we love. Right. And and what happens is you're mad at your mate. You go tell one of your family members that they hurt your feelings. And your and your family members begin to hate them, and then right. you and your we mate, hold on to it. We hold on. And then you are reconciled, and then your family holds on to the bitterness. Don't like right. I don't want to see right. that joker no more. Look, they get bitter. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. And, and I'm saying we don't. We have no idea. Like the number of marriages that are broken up because of that little yeah. hostility, because you had to mess around and told somebody that you love. Right. Uh, that your mate, you and your mate was having problems. Yeah, that free. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so there's so many I, factors that come into play, man. So many factors that come into play. You're, you're right. And, and, and I, and you know, I don't know. I think that was maybe an advantage I had of having seven older siblings that I was constantly around. Right. I, I saw them and I saw them tell people in the family. And then I heard people in the family. Family ain't had no, they ain't have no say in my man. They still don't. I love them. Shut your mouth about my wife. It ain't your business. And when I have issues, I don't go to my family. Okay. And when uh, I have issues, I don't go to my family. Right. Um, right. It, it, it's maturity is a is is a beast. And when I yeah. and when I say when I was talking about maturity piece, what I was talking about is the things that you found on your own. I'm not right. talking about all the lessons that you get from everybody else. But right. when you when you've tried A, B, and C, for right. for instance, you and Sam, y'all two different locations before y'all got here and remarried. Uh huh. So in those two different locations, I'm, I'm pretty sure somewhere along the line you found what didn't work, and y'all found what what you tried to do it, and it just won't happen. Yeah, I mean, but, finally you got to a point right. where you knew what you could work out, you knew where you could move, and you knew what would ca- cause issues and what would be right. It, it was a it was a changing and realizing, you know, I had to change for myself. Um, I couldn't I couldn't fix <laughs> I couldn't fix us, you know, changing just for her in a sense. I just I had to realize some things for myself. I had to change. And I, in, in a sense, it made me attractive again. You know, once I begin to work on myself and then we start to have a real conversation, you know, and I was able to sit through the tough conversations. Um, you know, and it's, it's a lot of shifting in that. And that's what helped us, uh, mend, you know, mend our marriage because, you know, it was having those tough conversations and actually changing our tone and all of that good stuff, you know, we got into, um, but it, it really helped. That's where that changed. And, but like I said, you know, like when we were going through separation, you know, we spoke to the kids, like we're going to be living in different places and doing different things. Um, so we kind of communicated, like I said, they enjoyed it for a while, you know, being in two spaces. Um, right. And then we was coming together. They were excited, like, oh, get y'all back in the same house, you know, together. Um, so it, it's it's the dynamics of that. And and, yeah. and you know what? I, I look yes, back. Yes, being intentional. At, at that time, when, when me and my ex first divorced, maybe a couple years, we probably could have rekindled. And matter of fact, the issues that came from the issues that came from our children that, well, that ended up being issues for for our children were issues that stem from us not being together anymore. Mm. The issues that I encountered early on 
right. had zero to do with my parenting skills. That it was the fact that I'm not your husband no more. Right. And it was a still an open wound. And there was a lot of emotions and a lot of stuff that was involved that I didn't want to go back. To. Well, it it was a lot of stuff. It's, it's not that simple. But right. the relationship didn't work out. And when the relationship you. still couldn't be worked out, right. it ultimately became like a huge um, bargaining chip in, in the entire situation. So nice. I, I would say to anybody, you, you don't know what you think you know going right. into a relationship. The person that you think you want to spend the rest of your life with that you still might take a bullet for. Right. It's different when you're in a relationship and, and it ain't boyfriend, girlfriend no oh, more, but I'm yeah, yours yeah. and you mine and we won. Yeah. Right. You got two whole people becoming right. an individual. Right. It's a difficult but process. I, I think, um, that what, like Pastor said, the not quitting, the resilience. Like, if anything... Um, that's like the one trait you just need. You know, you may not, you may, because you can, because <laughs> in life, like all of the situations, things that happen, everything, it's really hard to prepare for. You know, like there, you know, even if you had a book or you had a mentor, like, and they can run down a list. And, you know, when you, like, even on the job training, like you're learning something in a book or in the class, <laughs> when it comes to actually time to apply certain things, it's never like it was. <laughs> in the book and in the class is always something oh, way yeah. different. Right. So I think that the, the preparation the application versus right. The theoretical, <laughs> right, right. But it's the not quitting. It's like, all right, fine. It's not like I thought, but I'm not going to stop. You know, I'm right. not going to quit. I'm not going to give up on this process. Well, um, let me ask you this, bro. Yeah. I know it ain't the case for you and, and it worked right. out well for you. And mm -hmm. what, what about those people who need to quit, who don't quit? Because sometimes think, there, there is a point where you need to quit. And I, I think it's it's having a conversation of this doesn't work. You know, this is unhealthy. And, you know, how do we move forward in this space? Right. Because sometimes you can get stuck in a limbo because me and Sam, we were stuck kind of in a limbo, a circle of 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 OK, eh, bad, <laughs> you know, right. like, OK, eh, bad. it's like a constant cycle, constant cycle. It's, you know, breaking that cycle. So what are we going to do? We're going to push hard and work this thing out and fight this thing. Or are we just going to part ways? And I think that's the conversation I would always recommend people to have. Sometimes you get in limbo for a little while. Like, all right, we need to try to figure out. I'm thinking, you thinking. But sitting in it for years is not a good thing. And I think that's because I've, I've seen that more. You know, <laughs> you know how you get a car and you think you're the only one with the car? You look around, you find everybody else has a car. <laughs> right, right. So I realized a lot of people are stuck in that limbo and it's it's making that decision on what you're gonna do. Now listen, I gotta I gotta I got a hard stop. Um and we're definitely gonna continue this conversation tomorrow. Um and you know me, I like to ramp it up a notch. Um and and this was good. This is real good. I love this. He said, uh when you realize a person is more destructive to your overall health and life than beneficial for, right? And but then it's like, how do you know how? that? Yeah, you can find that out. Right, you can't find it out unless you have vision. Right, and, right. and the problem is too many people are living for the day and right. not considering five years from now. Right.
because because we're not because like Pastor mentioned before, I'm not talking about punching you in the face kind of issues, like you know strangling you, doing some crazy stuff. We're talking about just those little bit of those those little right. things that are just because like, those things those things are the result right of a bunch of other little things happening. Right. <laughs> Right. right. And right. you don't think about the little things till you right. get knocked upside your head. And then right. you have to go back in the history and be like, oh, you, uh, this has been boiling up, boiling and boiling. I got, okay, okay. Right. That's right. Just, yeah. what? <laughs> A lot of the issues that, that you have today you in your life are because right. of decisions you made five or 10 years ago. That's what people Let don't that, think about. Let that marinate right there. Because you know what one of my favorite sayings is now? Every decision I make now, I try to ask myself this question. I, I try to hold myself accountable to this question. How's it going to affect me five years from now? I, listen, you, you've me heard me say that. Yeah, I promise you. I, I believe I gave you that seed, bro. I promise. Listen, <laughs> you've heard. I've said this. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, if in five years, I'm going to have a today. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. In my future present. Right. It, and I want to know the decisions that I make today, how right. are they going to impact my today five years from now? Right. A lot of the problems I have today are because yeah. of what I did five years ago. Five years ago. So if your future is going to be bright, whatever right. decision you make right now, act like you're a freshman in college. Right. Will this get me to graduate? Right. Will, this graduate Will I get a diploma me? for this? Yes. Yes. You understand? Yes. yes that, that's real. I mean, treat treat your life like your credit report. Right. <laughs> Can I pay this bill? Am I going right. to be able to pay this bill? Right. Right, and, and, yes, here, and here's the other thing about sowing and reaping, and about those just every single thing you do is seed. You remember that, Deke? Okay, okay, I needed a witness. Thank you, Deke. <laughs> everything, everything you do is a seed that goes into some kind of ground. Now, whether it's good ground for that seed or not, right. that's depending on the seed and what you're doing. Right. But here's what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. If you are a good person. And you've done a lot of stupid and bad stuff. You got a lot of stuff coming, right? However, what you do today can affect how hard your next couple years or days is going to be. Right. Because if you start changing the ground that you put some, let me let me stop talking in, in, in parable and give y'all reality. I was a hoe. <laughs> I was sleeping with other people's spouses i was sleeping i was side the side dude i was mr hit it and quit it and a whole lot of other things i'm thinking i'm a single man what this got to do with anything i'm single i can do my own thing well let's say when i did get married and i found the person that i thought was going to be the person i spent the rest of my life with and and even with retrospect i could have but the ground that I was living in was the right ground for the seeds that I planted because all those things came back to haunt me. Right. <laughs> all of them. Right. The, to the point, to the tune, uh, even some of the women right. stationed where I was being stationed in the units that That's I was right. stationed in. Right. And right. guess what happened when me and the wife had arguments or a heated moment? <laughs> How you doing, Goody? I ain't right. seen you in a while. Yeah. Right. If I would have tilled up the ground that those seeds was planted in, and I would change the ground of my heart, right. when those seeds came back, <laughs> they wouldn't have had a place 
to, to stay grounded. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Uh, Look, my problem that, is every that, time I got in a relationship, that. it was about love, being in love. Right. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was. It literally was. It, it was how stuff came in because I didn't change anything. Right. I stopped doing stuff, but I didn't change anything. Right, right, right. And then when right. I did change stuff, and I was like, God, I've messed this thing up worldly on my own. Right. Mm-hmm. And I started being right. And and to to this point about not quitting, I didn't want to quit, but I had done too much. Well, it had become too little, too late. And she was at a place where, you know, no, I, I right. love you. But you 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 broke me, right? And right. I don't know if I can keep. I don't know if I can do this no more. I don't. Right. I know I can't do this anymore. Right. And and then I'm looking like God. I pray every day. I don't plug. <laughs> I'm not texting anybody. I'm not calling anybody. Doesn't There's matter. nobody in my emails. I'm Doesn't at matter. church two three times a week. I'm Doesn't fellowshipping matter. with white people. I'm doing everything right people. now. And you, and you know what? You know what God told me. What's that? I'm gonna tell y'all what He told me. You created something without me. Mm. You broke it without me. Right. And now you're bringing it to me to fix. Right. Right. I don't work that way. Right. And then I started doing some studying, and I'm like, okay, God, that, but that's not that. That don't sound godly. Right. And then I started realizing that relationships about two people's wills. And God is not going to force a person's will when you've destroyed right. it. Yep. So you literally got to take the steps within yourself to change the ground, to change who you are. You're the ground. Let me stop using stuff that you might not understand. You are the ground. If you, That's why what Pastor says resonates, because Pastor started changing the ground. He didn't, it wasn't just that he didn't quit. But he, he threw something else in there that some of y'all might didn't hear. He said that when a man is working on his flaws, it's hard for you to walk away from him. He didn't just say, uh, you, you can't quit me, girl, up No, whatever it was that he was doing that was detrimental to his relationship, those were the things that he was addressing. So now when he's not quitting and you see a change, it, it's not easy to walk away. But if, if you're not changing... Bye. Yeah, it's Bye. easy to walk away if you don't want anything. Right, right. I, I, I was told, uh, I, I said, this, th- this is a step-by-step process. I was told, I, I don't have time for steps. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was told that. Ain't nobody got time for steps. I'm like, where are you going? Where, where are you going here? Right. Right, how you, right. you going to get there? But that's just, but that's anger talking. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> that was actually said to me. Bro, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for steps. I'm like, what you want to do, fly? I got bronchitis. I got for steps. Oh, man. All right, gentlemen. So, listen, we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Make sure you text uh, LW into 84576 so you no longer ever ever miss a notification of when we're going live you'll never ever miss a notification when we're going live text LW into 84576 because Facebook is, is not holding me down 
Um, <laughs> I'm just telling. Uh, so I appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us and make sure you share tag and tell everybody about the brothers of legacy. Um, a lot of people know they just don't get the notifications. So we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same place, same channel. Um, as always know that we love you, but God loves you more. Um, continue to my brothers continue to love on your family, love on them, love on them, love on them because they're very important. They're your legacy. Um, appreciate you, Mama McCory, as always. Look forward to definitely seeing you. Uh, Cheryl, yes, indeed. Have a great day as well. Cool. Appreciate you, man. Love you. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rollins, man, I appreciate you as well. All right, guys. We'll see you in the AM. Take care. I didn't want to catch Good that. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. Ready to go live? Go to bit.ly forward slash StreamYard BOL. That's bit.ly forward slash StreamYard BOL. This episode is also brought to you by Self. Build credit now. Go to bit.ly forward slash now build credit. bit.ly 